Welcome to Life Uninhibited. I'm your host, Kristen Messagy, Enneagram 6, Life Coach for Sixes. If you are listening to this when it is released, that's October 11th, 2023. That means you can still come to my Confidence for Sixes workshops, the 12th and 13th. You can come to one or both. If you go to my website, kristenmessagy.com, the first little button you see will get you right to um, the page where you can sign up and join us. I'm very excited. And I'm kind of going to talk about some pieces of the process a little bit in this episode, the process that I'll be teaching, as well as what is a, quote, healthy six? What are some of the ways we can recognize when we are in that state? Yeah. I hope you enjoy. I hope you recognize yourself in here. And if you don't, I hope that you are kind to yourself about it. One of the main things I say over and over in this episode is the way to healthier levels is through kindness, compassion, and acceptance of ourselves, not the other way that we try to get places. Enjoy. Let me know what you think. I'll talk to you soon. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast. I wanted to say first, first, I wanted to say that this this experience, this podcast is becoming so much more in my body, an experience of having a conversation and connecting with all of you, which is super different from when it started and many, many weeks, it was, you know, just so much fear and doubt. And um, in my body, it felt like, (laughs) here I am trying to get these ideas out of my face and I'm going to be judged and people, it was literally like I was imagining this world of people receiving my words with like a plan to tear them apart, which I didn't, I couldn't really realize that at the time. Looking back, it's like that's what my unconscious was projecting, right? That there were all these Enneagram experts just waiting to listen to what I had to say and pounce on it and tear it apart. And I I don't totally know where that comes from, except that does seem like something a six brain would create. Like that's that's not out of the realm of things that make a lot of sense to me. So having survived uh, that phase of my brain doing that, and you know, one of the things that is cool that we can do over time is really show our unconscious that the things that it is afraid of just aren't true and not in a way to be mean to ourselves about what our unconscious did or is doing, right? In no way am I looking at the version of me 20 episodes ago who apparently was holding this hilarious actually <laughs> vision of of my work landing in a new way in the world as i described it to you i literally 
pictured like people holding clipboards. <laughs> like, oh gosh, that is so funny what our minds create. It just, they just make stuff up. Um, it's, it's actually funny to really pull out the details of that because that is a very um, self-referential vision, right? I, I don't think that we like to really wrestle with how egotistic our fears are because that's painful that that we could judge that right we could we could have some thoughts about how much we think about ourselves uh if we really look at it this is this is part of the why behind projecting things into other people's brains and all of the things that we do part of the why there is to see sort of our own mm, self orientation oh well that doesn't feel good that doesn't really line up with who i like to think i am in the world however as a human being with all kinds of issues <laughs> it totally makes sense that my unconscious is oriented to my own protection i don't have to be upset at myself about that but what I was saying was as things have gone on and really the reception has just been kind. The reception has just been kind because who you actually care about when you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening, is you. Obviously, that makes the most sense. Uh, my system could not really access that for a while and that's just okay. That's totally okay. But now that I've talked to so many of you and I, it's like, I'm I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Like, right. Hi, you're here for you. And I can just be me because that's all I can actually do. Turns out. But it takes what it takes. It really is not up to our conscious mind to decide how long something is going to be a challenge for us. That's not a decision that we get to make. We can decide what we're going to do or not do. We don't get to decide what our body experience is going to be with that. And I know I hear all of the time, I just want to be comfortable when I do such and thus. I just want this to be easier. And I really feel like I get that. <laughs> I get it. There's so many things I wish were easier if that's where I want to put my attention. However, when we can bring kindness to ourselves in our struggle, right? Instead of wishing to not struggle or to not feel so scared or feel so, you know, lost or confused or whatever it is for us, inadequate is probably mostly what I deal with here. Instead of wishing we didn't feel that way, we can bring kindness to ourselves when we feel that way, 
it's literally just a different use of attention, or we could say it's a different part of ourselves that we choose to listen to. So most of us probably are going to have some automatic parts inside that, you know, are kind of cold and judgmental when we are struggling. And that cold judgment gets turned outward or it gets turned inward. And really what I'm talking about, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the skill, the ability, the choice to bring more kindness toward ourselves when we're struggling. That in and of itself can keep us on a path that we want to be on, but is challenging. Also, I'm just going to use this as a plug for the confidence workshops that are happening tomorrow, Thursday and Friday. You can still join. It's $9. Go to kristenmessagey.com and the first little button you see there, you can grab the workshops, come to some or all. There will be replays. You do not have to come prepared, <laughs> even though you'll get a whole little, you get the whole um, confidence course in advance. You do not have to be prepared. You do not have to have read a thing. We're really just going to workshop some of these concepts. But really, I think most impactful piece of this whole thing is what I'm talking about here. Where can I support myself doing something challenging even when it's challenging, that is how we actually build self-confidence is we stick with ourselves. We stay on our own side while we move forward. So I want to talk about why that particular piece of whatever we do is really a crucial part of work for sixes specifically. And I'm going to use my current favorite Enneagram book. This is Personality Types by Don Riso and Russ Hudson. And their description of the healthy six, they're, they're the ones who do the Enneagram Institute and they have levels of health for each number, which... We could have round and round conversations about the usefulness of a health scale. Um, I like it. I, I, what I like about it is it just points to, you know, how am I doing? The usefulness of it is in, can I look at how I'm doing according to these sort of archetypal uh, examples without judgment? right? This whole thing is, can I see myself with some kind of objectivity as well as the context around me? Because we are not actually just individuals in a vacuum, right? And growth work isn't terribly useful if we consider ourselves as individuals in a vacuum. Although this part is, okay, I feel the need for a little detour here. So the detour <laughs> is, of course, context and situations and circumstances are going to have an impact on the people in 
the situations, the context, et cetera, the, the relationships, the people, the greater societal structures. We are not separate from those things. However, sixes in particular focus on those external structures in order to decide if we are okay or not. So even though we are not separate from the things that we have gone through, the people we are in relationship with, the you know institutions that we are a part of or have been a part of, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, there is always potentially, <laughs> can't ever say always or never, ever, for sixes, it is our work to do as much, um, let's say, how can I say this? We want to put as much effort into understanding what is going on within us as separate from the context as we can for the reason that that allows us to access the impact on our experience that we do have. I really hope, you know what it is, it's just so hard to talk about things like um, growth work or doing our own work without acknowledging and wrestling with the complexities that we aren't humans in a vacuum. And a lot of us are in very different situations than each other. However, however, there is more that we can do to impact our own experience than we are currently acknowledging or giving ourselves credit for. So so that's, there's my little tangent. Okay, tangent aside, we're gonna, I'm just gonna talk this through. What is the description of the healthy six? What does that look like? And how does what I'm talking about bringing a sense of kindness and compassion to ourselves actually really fit in as a piece of work to move in the direction of health. And why would we want to be, quote, healthier? Uh, it's not so that we are finally worthy or finally valuable or finally won't experience pain, sadness, uh, terrible things happening etc cetera, etc cetera. it's not for any of those reasons it's purely well and honestly i think we all get to actually answer this for ourselves so i'll just answer it for myself why do i want to feel or sort of be at this healthier level what i have found is i get so much more sense of sturdiness and self trust uh i have a relationship with myself that is supportive and just less um, less at the whim of anything that might happen around me, which is a lot of things. It's a lot of things. So that's my reason why. Is I, it's not that I am off the hook for experiencing all of the delights that life has to offer, it's that I'm developing more of a sense that, okay, I can be with life as it comes, right? I can meet the moments of my life because I have done that over and over and over and over by not um, falling into the 
trance of my personality, which tells me that I can't do that, right? The trance of the sixth personality is this message that we are not enough for what life has to offer us, that we we can't actually find ourselves, our ground. We aren't safe to be as we are in the world, right? These are some of the messages that the 60 programming has us believing. So level one, according to Reson Hudson, they name this this six uh, the valiant hero. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. It just does. At their best. We're just going to go with the language, okay? I'm mainly saying this to myself. Kristen, stop disclaiming. <laughs> every single sentence coming out of your face today. I am noticing, even though I opened with all this like, oh, I feel so much better. My speech today is very inhibited. So that's just what's happening. Still, I'm still a human. I'm not yet the valiant hero, apparently. Okay. At their best, very healthy sixes learn to rely on themselves. They're in touch with their own inner authority They're able to trust themselves without the nagging self-doubt, which plagues average sixes. Yeah. So they feel secure, accepted, and comfortable with themselves. Self-reliance is internal. A process. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. This is like me reading what I say in different words. They... A process of staying connected with one's own inner strength, one's own inner knowing. Okay, so this is what I mean. We build capacity for this by doing it on purpose. So if I decide I'm going to do something, and then, of course, that might feel great in the moment. But then as soon as I move toward doing that thing, of course, my trance of sixiness is going to say, but what about this? And what if this? And what if this person thinks this? And oh, this person wouldn't like it if you did that. And all of the things, I stay connected to that part of myself that had the initial idea or made the decision or whatever it is. So I practice that over and over and over by being kind to myself when it's hard, sort of encouraging and supporting myself through the things that I'm doing rather than listening to all that automatic sexy stuff. Okay, so this six, the six has self-reliance. The self-reliance of the healthy six is a real quality of groundedness in life and a kind of support that can only arise in the deepest part of a person's soul. You can't fake it is what they're saying, but you can practice it is what I'm saying. It also, this next sentence kills me. It is emphatically not the same thing as reacting aggressively out of fear, right? So this is not those moments where we are uh, trying to get like bigger and we're really trying to go over and trying to conquer something or act like we're not afraid or sort of prove something about ourselves. It's not any of that. It's a much more grounded, solid, steady sense of things. This is not really a behavior that they're describing. This is a like a way of being, a connection to ourselves. Okay. 
the self-reliance of very healthy sixes arises from a realization of their own intrinsic capacity and value without reference to anyone else. I don't know about you, but that kind of blows my mind. And I will say I have had moments of that. I cannot say that I live there, but I wonder for you, have you had moments of that? Do you know what that feels like when you actually get this sense of, you know what? I actually know that I am okay and I have value here and yeah, it feels good right? I want you to think of just, just even if it's the tiniest moment and maybe it isn't, maybe you've had seasons of this. Anyway, take a minute there. Okay. Very healthy sixes are no longer reactive, but mature their own persons. They have faith. Their world is not going to fall apart and that they will be able to cope with whatever life brings. Now, again, I don't think this means living in a fantasy world, right? Living in a world where we don't think our life can fall apart ever. It's just that sort of constant ache inside that things are probably going to fall apart sooner than we could possibly know, right? Go reference the self-scaring episode again that Nicole and I did, right? It's this sort of ongoing, sometimes ever-present self-scaring in any, you know, pick an area of our life where we're like, well, that's probably going to fall apart. That's probably going to end. That's probably going to go terrible, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And this is the part that's really compelling to me. I love when it starts to talk about sort of what is a healthy six able to offer others. Because when we are really, uh, let's say, you know, really sort of taken by our defense mechanisms, by our coping strategies, by our automatic (laughs) mechanisms, whatever the most neutral way you can describe when you're sort of lost in sexiness, that's the language that that I want for you, right? What's the way when we sort of describe ourselves in less healthy states that doesn't make us wrong or bad? There's so many options. But back to this. Okay, healthy sixes are able to give confidence and courage to others because of their own positive thinking and reassuring presence. Many of you may hear this, right? That when people are around you, they feel calm. They feel reassured because of who you are. Their demeanor communicates calm decisiveness and a willingness to work tirelessly for a greater good. Oh, this this too also highlights we are at our best when we are focused and dedicated toward something. When we know what we are working toward, so much of what can come in and like really terrorize us internally falls away because we know what we're doing. We know where we're going. We know who we are also. <laughs> They're flexible in their approach to challenges, can work wonderfully with others or just as easily tackle problems on their own. This part I think is really key too. They are flexible in their approach to challenges. So this can actually be a little just indicator, an indicator light because 
we can feel like this is happening, right? That we're like focused and we're dedicated when we know we're not doing it from this sort of healthier, more internally grounded place is that there's not a lot of flexibility. (laughs) There's not a lot of, well, we could approach it this way or we could approach it this way. No, it tends to be very much like this is the way. And if it differs from this way, then there's going to be trouble, right? Death and destruction, really. Okay, let me see if there's more. Let me see if there's more here. In their relationships, very healthy sixes achieve a dynamic interdependence, a true reciprocity, which brings out the best in both parties. No one dominates the relationship and no one is inferior in it. I could do a whole podcast on that. I probably will. I feel I feel a relationship series bubbling up, bubbling up inside me. If you would like to, this, this just coming out of my face right now, if you would like to be a part of a relationship series on the podcast, send me a note. Let's talk about it. Okay. Oh, this is so good. Healthy sixes are able to support others and be supported by them. This, this part, this is good. A lot of sixes like to give support because then they feel safe, but aren't necessarily good at receiving support because then it's like, there there can be a real unconscious quid pro quo thing going on inside of sixes who are offering support. But then of course, what happens? There's resentment, there's unmet expectation, all of those sorts of things. Okay, so yeah, healthy sixes are great to be in partnership basically is what it's saying. Lastly, I'll share this bit. Their deepest feelings, their deepest feelings are free to emerge because they have tapped the inner springs of courage, just faith in themselves and life. Faith is another, um, it's another piece I'm going to be talking about a lot upcoming because I think it's easy for me to dance around faith because it's such a potentially triggering subject for so many people. However, for sixes, faith is the holy virtue. So it really can't be avoided. I say to myself, okay, that's it. Lastly, becoming courageous is a high achievement for sixes. And remember, courage, this is this is different from that. How do they say? Reacting aggressively out of fear. That's not courage. Becoming courageous, becoming self-reliant, building this muscle of kind self-support as we bring ourselves out into the world. This is a high achievement for sixes, which is why we only see it in their healthiest state. And here's the other thing that I want to say about these levels of health. This is not, in my opinion, where we get somewhere and we stay somewhere. These levels, we we can move up and down them in a day, in an hour. There can be a trajectory in one direction or the other. And we can, you know, kind of come to this and then slip out of it. Like all of this is, again, just like, these are just things to know so we can watch for them. And we can know when we're, it's like using ourself as the barometer for how we're doing as opposed to the external world getting to be the barometer for how we are doing. We learn to actually look 
inside and notice how am I doing? And so we want to know what that looks like. Although at this state, of course, we just feel internally, we know we're doing pretty well. This um, this is often me between the hours of 9 and 11 in the morning. <laughs> and by noon, we could be somewhere else. Okay. So all of that, I think, is important to know. It's kind of aspirational. I want it to be aspirational, not like, oh, I'm not that. And so then I feel bad. No, it's like, this is what is possible when we really are courageous and go inside and connect with and be with and support ourselves, right? Not when we're like special relationship with ourselves. That's what this looks like. All right. That's what I want to talk about today. The valiant hero. When have you had an experience of being the valiant hero? What has that been like? Even if for the tiniest moment, can you feel it in your body? Do you know that felt sense? And if not, that's fine. You can imagine what would it feel like in my body to sort of have access to everything that I just talked about. All right, that's it for today. I will be back next week and that's it. Talk soon. Thanks for listening. As always, I'm very excited to meet some of you for the first time tomorrow in the confidence workshops. It's going to be a good time. I'm sure we'll laugh. Maybe we'll cry. Who knows? At the end of it, hopefully you will feel like you actually know how to experience a little more self-confidence and then have that build over time. Looking forward to it. And I will talk to all of you next week.